You're listening to the Tech Edition Podcast, Episode 73, Blinded by Dark Seed. Well, hello! Hello! It is, it is Thursday again, so so you know what that means? We're recording a Tech Edition Podcast. Are we really? Yes, we are. Awesome. My name is Sergio. No. I, I am your host this week. Uh, we have a full cast tonight, so let's do intros. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, James. Hi. How are you doing? Good. <laughs> this, this is quite... <laughs> you want to go first with that? <laughs> well, I got to um, laugh. We talked about it. It's funny. Oh, man. Let's, okay. Uh, let's see uh, Clarence. Yes, I will go next. I had to pry myself from Connect the Most to get on a podcast. Okay, really? Okay, no, I didn't because I oh. have a connect it. But yeah, good to be here. Good. It, it's good. It is good to be here. Uh, Chloe, Carrie, what's up? <laughs> My name is Carrie B. I live by the sea and I like to play Super Mario 3. <laughs> We're doing intro. intros, right? <laughs> wow. I don't want to follow that. He say, "Yeah, you're next, Carl." So, <laughs> well, mine doesn't rhyme. Uh, that, that rhymes, but I'm stuck in the airport again. Um, hello, everyone. Free liquor. Oh, so so basically, Carl is going to get funnier as the night goes on, which could be dangerous. Very dangerous. It'll well, get I, have, I have to maintain a certain demeanor. They they will remove you if you you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, right. What you can't fly drunk? What is there a rule against that? That'd be a fantastic ending to the podcast. <laughs> I gotta get on that flight. <laughs> You're drunk in public. <laughs> and last but not least, Henry. Yo yo, how's it Henry's going? Back. I'm I'm happy to be back in Hattiesburg. <sighs> no maple story rap. Huh? <laughs> no, I ain't gonna wrap him in tonight. Maybe next time. All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about, so let's just jump right into news. Clarence, what you got? Yeah, as as we all may know, everyone with the Xbox 360, if you cut it on in the past few days, you should have been getting an update, which I think came <laughs> out like late last week. But yeah, uh, no, it came out actually Monday, I believe. But anyway, uh. The much-awaited fall 2010 dashboard update is out to the masses. Um, a few of the things that we get in this update, um, new way of customizing your avatars, new updated avatars, um, ESPN3, um, better Netflix app, improved Zoom functionality. And of course, the whole reason for this update was the connect functionality in the dashboard, which I've yet to purchase, so I haven't had a chance to test that. But yeah, I mean, I'm liking the update. It's pretty cool. And I'm going to talk about the ESPN3 stuff a little bit more uh, when we get into what we're watching section, but I'm loving it so far. Okay, as far as the avatar, do you have to actually pay for it or is it free? I mean, because I know... In some free. sections, you have to pay money it's for. It's, it's free. Cert- I mean, okay. if if you want, if you want like that uh, Chicago Bulls jersey, you might have to pay for that. But I mean, <laughs> I mean the Maple Story shirt or anything like that, you might have to pay for it. But you know, it's it's, it's the <laughs> oh, basic. 
Prefix. I mean, maybe that maybe story sure is worth it. Now, I mean, I might I might have to. Um, it will. It, it, it would be appropriate seeing that is a microtransaction. Would it be awesome, Henry, if you could take your avatar into a Maple Story game and wreak havoc? That would be great, man. I'm sorry, I don't think they look kitty enough, but That'd yeah, they've grown. They're not. They're not super deformed in. anymore. They're all like elongated. Yeah, but it's it's not that big of a difference. They look less it, stiff. You know, you know. It, it is a difference nonetheless. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying it's it's like they turn the world upside down, but it's noticeable. And also, uh, we got improved uh, voice uh, Kodak, which I haven't had a chance to test either. Uh, if you if you have Connect, you have Video Connect, so you do video conferencing. Uh, but one result of all these changes, um, Carl might want to speak on that. Increased fees, Carl? Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, the Xbox Live Gold membership will be increasing by 20 bucks, I believe. So, so that is going to put it, you know, you still get free silver, but what can you do with silver? Besides, I guess, uh, download a few games. Uh, you can later. share your achievements with the world. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. But they all have to be offline achievements. <laughs> yeah. But I guess my question is, like, no Halo Daily does, challenges for you. They haven't, they haven't done anything truly, really, to warrant an increase in the fee price. Like, I don't want eat. I don't want any, uh, you know, sports stuff on my dashboard. Uh, they can save because they have Netflix, but you have to pay, be a paid member of Netflix. So that's a double fee. And then there's so many devices out there that do free Netflix. You got to buy Connect, so they're charging you. To charge you. Yeah, I mean, you even have to pay for the ESPN stuff indirectly because you can't even get that stuff unless you have, like, Comcast subscription anyway. So, I mean, they're, they're still getting paid for it in some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, yeah, but 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 it's been the same price since it launched on the original Xbox. And yeah. can, can you think of any other service that has not increased in price other than, like, pizza uh, over the past uh, seven years? Video games for um, video games know, for Nintendo but it's gotten console. cheaper. Games for Nintendo console, they've stayed the same. That, yeah, well, they, and that's why no one is buying them anymore. Nintendo games are actually cheaper than they used to be. They aren't more expensive. Well, yeah, yeah. If you count uh, Super Nintendo and 64, but they stay consistent with GameCube prices. But which I mean, my whole my whole take on this live membership fee thing. Am I happy about it? No. But Microsoft's doing this because they know that people are going to pay it. <laughs> Here's the question. Does, <laughs> this, this, does WoW cost more? Like, if, I was, like, if I was them, I, I'd probably do the same thing. I mean, it's not like it, that you're paying for something that just sits there. I mean, they do all these updates on it. Um, you know, it's... it's, it's uh, well, are they adding services or anything? Or are they just saying I mean, their costs are going I'm, up I'm, we're going to raise yours? I'm not particularly talking about services, and they are adding a few things, and I think that's kind of insignificant. But when you think about the infrastructure and all the stuff that what it costs them to keep this thing running, and um, again, I, I'm not trying to bash the PlayStation, but the the difference the difference in the experience should should um, I mean, I think it warrants the fee, but that's just but, me. I agree. I feel, I it's, it's, need, it's the cost. It's the they cost of a game. It's the cost of a game a year. Big deal. I think they need levels yeah. of the price because, you know, I don't want to pay seventy dollars and all I'm going to do is watch Netflix. 
Well, then I you play multiplayer games, get a Roku right? box. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You, you got a computer, don't you? Yeah, but I, don't, I have one computer. Get an Apple TV. And you Not, one time you, for 99 books is all you need. Yeah. You have I, options. I was, I was yeah, at Hudson's the other day, and there was, a, there was a Blu-ray player that had Netflix built into it. Yeah, All the new TVs have the built-in. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, wait, Carl, you're getting a Blu-ray player with Netflix built into it, coming with it. You're getting a PS3, right? <laughs> I've been waiting on I've been waiting on Black on uh, Black Friday. I'm going to get probably I'm going to get I'm going to get an internet television. So yeah. <laughs> I don't play Friday. You are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll get one on Black Friday that's going to break in about six months. Well, if Walmart still carries it, I'm returning. I'm exchanging it. Yeah, and then you're gonna just get a refund because they won't have that model anymore. I mean, yeah. I worked at Walmart for five years, and the stuff they sell on Black Friday, they don't normally carry it in the store. <laughs> yeah, that's so. true. So, so, guys, uh, connect lunch today. And mine has not come in yet. Oh, you pre-ordered? Yes. You're getting one. You pre? Wow. I pre-ordered it because Jackie wants Dance Central. Jackie being my wife. Yep. I heard that's the best <laughs> game. Yeah, that's that's the consensus is what I'm hearing. Yeah, and 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 my thought was worst case scenario she doesn't like it and I can sell it. <laughs> Best case scenario she doesn't like it and I can sell it and make more money because it's rare, you know, because it's a huge sellout thing. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely. The was, other I the other scenario is I enjoy it. <laughs> Which I you know, I, I want to get one at least to just you know fool around with it for a couple of weeks but i mean i think it's it, i think i could enjoy it if the games flow in i mean the games are only going to get better which yeah. which we've said that about nintendo and we said it exactly about, exactly uh, we also said the same thing about playstation but have nintendo games really gotten better over the years well yeah, the, they have the, the they uses have. of it has gotten better like uh call of duty modern warfare reflex world at war Medal of Honor games on the Wii, they've really been able to learn how to take advantage of it and just be out there. Yeah. And not wow. just the controls. I think you're the only person who has ever said that in the entire world. <laughs> not just the controls. I think the actual quality of the games, while, while it not may not be an astronomical advancement, if you look at when the Wii came out, there was like Zelda and everything else was crap. <laughs> um, so... I mean, I'm not too discouraged about the Connect launch being weak because, I mean, yeah. Yeah. At at this point, all it has to do is beat move. Yeah, and I mean, also you get uh, video conferencing with it, and you also get the um, what am I thinking of? You get video conferencing, and you get the voice commands for the dashboard, which a lot, you of, get the, a lot the of people are saying that voice too. command is pre- voice command system they have going there is pretty strong. Well, that's definitely a plus. Okay, so what, what's the price of the Connect? One fifty. Yeah, and, you, and, it connect, com- and it comes with a game. Connect Adventures. What? You, what kind of adventure? Connect, connect Adventures. Adventures. <laughs> oh. yeah, Don't ask me what that is because I have no idea. Yeah, because I'm, I'm kind of deci- I'm trying to decide which one I want to get the Connect or the uh, the Move. I haven't decided yet. I'm thinking I'm I'm leaning towards the Connect because it's more like um, what can I say? How do I put this? Minority Report? Modern? Huh? New? Technologically significant? <laughs> I don't know what I'm just I saying. I can put stuff. myself in there. So it's like I can put myself in. I can um, I can interact with it a little bit more than the um the move, I guess. I mean, I can, you know, it scans the whole body, and then they and have, like, 
dancing, some type of dancing game or something like that. But what Harry what mean, really means to say is that he really wants to get inside his games. <laughs> Basically. So, you so I wonder if you if you play Connect Nude, can you can you cheat on games and, and think you have a third leg? Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, have another drink, Carl. <laughs> I don't think most people have to worry about that. <laughs> well, I would say uh, the advertising is definitely in full effect. Uh, being here in Seattle, I don't know any radio stations, so I just let it scan to one of the local talk radio stations and. A woman who I guess you could say is possibly a soccer mom who bought a Wii was definitely pushing the connect. So they, and then I'm also in C. I'm in Seattle, so this is a Microsoft uh, area, Redmond, right across the water. But yeah, the connect is like all over the radio stations, and so this this is definitely going to be a hot hot item. I'm not going to get one. Well, I might get more than one if, like Sir said, they're they're rare because Hattiesburg <laughs> always seems to have a few. Yeah, plus they, had the, plus they had the Times Square event, didn't they, this past, uh, yeah. well, it was day, last night, I guess. Yeah, they're doing all kinds of stuff with this thing, dude. I think Mark Wahlberg, like, partnered with Microsoft and gave a Connect 360 to every kid that was a member of, like, the Boys and Girls Club in New York or something. That's some Oprah shit also, right there. Also, uh, you know, I mean, it's just like, <laughs> if they haven't, if they haven't, if this doesn't beat PlayStation and any other character, they've like whipped their butt in marketing, like, which is surprising. There, there was also another one, um, Burger King was actually giving a, ah, away yeah. a Connect every 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm, I saw a commercial for that too, yeah. So. Wow. And that, like, I noticed that, that when Move came out, I almost was like, really? It comes out this week? <laughs> because nothing... There were very few commercials. You know, there Just were commercials one with Kevin, the, the one Kevin yeah, Butler commercial. That was the it. The Kevin Butler commercial was great, but <laughs> that's it. Well, I mean, there were a few others, but they were much more kind of low-key. And that's not how you win in marketing. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, win you by do, going connect. You like Microsoft, you like Microsoft and Nintendo, you know, with the Wii, they they kind of bombarded you with the two you know, Japanese guys saying we want to play, pulling Can up at you. Yeah, those commercials are great. <laughs> Can we come to play? I think I would have got a can of Ace, but it was cool. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's going to come down on the games you've got to play and how they control. You know, I, I disagree. Because... Completely yeah. disagree. Yes, yes and no, James. With this, this is aimed at mainstream people. What do mainstream people do? They watch TV. Um, they listen to the radio. They don't know anything about video games. I mean, look at the Wii. Most of the people who have a Wii know nothing about video games at all, which is why those crappy games sell a gazillion copies. That's why Game Party sold over a million copies. What was it? Let's Dance, that garbage game from Ubisoft. So, like, mm-hmm. the, was, like, the high-selling game, uh, one of the high-selling games last year. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Marketing is not something you want to spare expense on when doing this type of gaming. Yeah, you have to spend almost as much on the marketing as you do developing the product, <laughs> which is crazy. But that's what they do with movies. I mean, half the budget is like advertising it. Mm-hmm. And getting Burger King to do things. <laughs> Man, that King is kind of creepy. I don't. I don't know if we need to be getting him to to do things. 
Oh, man. Yeah, like they, should the do a, they should do a Connect Burger King commercial with the king having trouble with face recognition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because we know the Connect has a hard time recognizing certain things. Well, no, they'd have no problem with the king because the king is white. What? But his face yes. doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, apparently GameStop, empl- not GameStop, GameSpot employees uh, were running some tests in their offices, uh, you know, GameSpot.com. And a couple of their darker-skinned coworkers were having trouble with the facial recognition uh, software that comes with Connect. Oh, we get shafted again, man! This is—I hate it. <laughs> Give a brother a chance. I, I, yeah, yeah. Like I'm apparently they, they did extensive brown. like tests, and yeah, all the white people they had no. I'm sorry, lighter-skinned <laughs> Americans uh, had no trouble at all using the Connect uh, facial recognition. Okay, um, I just want to step in right here and say this is not true, but it is true, but it's not true. I mean, there's this is a problem with any web camera, like any camera, any kind of webcam. I mean, it's not just the connect. Another thing is, like they say they've added at the top of this, it really has to do with lighting. It really doesn't have anything to do with the actual connect, but it's still kind of funny. (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of weird. Like, why would a camera have a hard time recognizing a dark-skinned individual? You would because think the high they, contrast between pupils and teeth would be easily distinguishable. But yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, God. yeah. But you know, the, okay, the other oh, the other ninety percent of your face is skin. So, like cheekbones, like the things they use to to like do that with, like the the space between like your chin and your ears, or your cheekbones and your ears. Like all that stuff comes into play, not just your eyes and your you teeth. See, you should have a you should have a you calibration checkbox. Don't smile when they're taking pictures anyway, so that doesn't. <laughs> that doesn't I want to say you should have like a calibration on it that says, you know, use our new eye and teeth mode to detect your. <laughs> I guess I guess they could go all Paris Hilton and do infrared, but maybe they didn't think of that. Oh, oh God. Well, I mean, I've already seen stuff where they've talked about that they're going to have uh, peripherals you can buy that are going to be like uh, like guns with the the orange tip on the end so you can play some games a bit tighter. So, I mean, they could do like a minority report and have uh, some tipped gloves you could buy. You know, well, no, the, see, that's, that's the other thing about this. Like, this has nothing to do with actually playing games. <laughs> Like playing yeah. the games on a Connect, this has nothing to do with it. This is something else entirely. This is, but so, it's really, really, really funny. So I guess a good way to make the Connect work is to, you know, be a, a, a professional mime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bojangles wow. the Clown. Were there no black beta testers? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you think you, they would have tested that like sitting on the couch? You, think they would have tested it I'm, I'm sure all the testing they did were it was in like really brightly lit offices or rooms with bright fluorescent lights and you get it into a house with wood paneling and incandescent lights pointing in the wrong direction with black people they're like this is broken which has not we don't got a good light <laughs> See, that's that's another problem I see with Connect. But like you said, all cameras, thing, all cameras need sufficient <laughs> lighting. Like, what if I want to play Connect, you know, by the fireplace? Well, it's going to interfere too. You trying to say, sir, black people can't have drywall, man? Well, <laughs> I'm, 
I'm just saying I'm sure there are some black people that have wood paneling. Just like there's some white people who have wood paneling. I'm saying that all... Uh, Trail paint me into a corner. Just quit while you're behind. I <laughs> the best way to play Connect is to be in a corner that you painted a high contrast color. Exactly. Speaking or, of black person uh, white, white. Yeah, did, did somebody mention a glove earlier? James. Yeah, there's my transition. No one, glove, black, no one, one, one black man that wouldn't have had any problem using Connect. <laughs> <laughs> the one... <laughs> yeah, so the Michael Jackson experience comes out next year because it's been pushed back. No, it doesn't. It, it got pushed back on the other two systems. It's coming out this year on the Wii, uh, but it, it comes with a glove in the special edition version, a white glove with sequins. What's that about? Makes sense. It's a Michael Jackson game. It's, I would have preferred a fedora, but whatever. <laughs> I want a shiny suit jacket. <laughs> yeah, I, those, I those pants that were too short. White socks. But it's not like I, I could fit that glove. I would say I wouldn't mind learning his moves. He comes with skin bleach. Oh! Hee <laughs> hee. Okay, since we had no chance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I figured that would be funnier. Never mind, let's move on. <laughs> um, this past, I think, well, within the past two weeks, I don't know the exact day, the um, Back to the Future Blu-ray compilation uh, set came out. And on this, there were some uh, special features uh, actually identifying that Michael J. Fox was not the original Marty McFly, and I did not know this. Uh, these these clips have been popping up all over YouTube. Actually, Eric Stoltz, the guy who played, uh, who who was in Caprica, he was the main uh, guy in Caprica. I forget his name for some reason. He was the first Marty McFly, and they actually shot for like five weeks with this guy before they realized he wasn't quote unquote funny enough to pull <laughs> the role off. This is pretty freaky. I, I did not know this happened. I I I think this was on the DVDs several years ago because I remember them saying something about it being the wrong guy. Well, it, it actually happens more than what you think and what you realize. There's a lot of times they'll get into production and shooting, like this just really isn't quite working because uh, Viggo Mortensen wasn't the original Aragon. You know, they got into shooting and realized that the guy they had as Aragon was just too young. Yeah, Will Smith wasn't, I mean, <laughs> Keanu Reeves wasn't the original Neo, but they used Kinect to shoot the movie, so they had to, they couldn't use Will Smith. They had to get a white dude, so they got Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but the thing here is they were like five weeks into the shooting, uh, from what I hear. And, well, from, from the YouTube clip, they said they were almost halfway through, through shooting the movie before they wow. actually restarted it. And it was like a big thing to just re- to, to start it over, of course. So, yeah, just there's some pretty cool uh, news. Well, Serge says it's not news. It came out seven years ago. This well, is my, this, that doesn't this, mean it's not news. Yeah, just, this, this is my first time hearing about it. So, it, I'm always up for talking about Back to the Future. Always. Back to the Future is great. I mean, I think also, I heard you, somewhere uh, there's supposed to be a power love yet, Serge. Huh? 
on uh, Rock Band 3. It doesn't have Power of Love on there? Yes, it does. On keyboard, too. It's fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of rhythm games and old news, so Guitar Hero uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers has, uh, has been rumored for several months now, and I personally stumbled across some, uh, some, some further proof that it's probably going to happen. Uh, I was actually getting uh, all my game codes together and putting them into my Rock Band 2 to try to get my Rock Band 2 songs to uh, transfer over to my Rock Band 3 so I'd have a complete library. When doing so, I found that the Red Hot Chili Pepper song, uh, Danny California from Rock Band 1, and Give It Away that was in Rock Band 2, are no longer exportable into Rock Band games. So what that means is those two songs are tied up in another license, which ah. is probably Guitar Hero. Well, they <laughs> suck. So, so you were you were trying Hero. to import the songs into Rock Band Three, and they wouldn't import. Yeah, like uh, Danny California was in Rock Band One, and you could export it to Rock Band Two. That song is currently saved on my Xbox. However, I cannot play it in Rock Band Three. But you can still play it in Rock Band Two, though, right? Right. Well, maybe they just didn't license it for Rock Band 3. That, they that's probably, exact, that's they exactly. probably had to relicense it for each game. Does well, that make that, sense? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And when they're doing the relicensing, something blocked them from licensing it because they they licensed out pretty much everything else well, has, outside of, like, Soundgarden. Is the same song on both Rock Band and Guitar Hero? Well, sometimes there is some overlap, but in the past, uh, like Metallica, one of the only songs not exportable from the first rock band was Metallica's One. Less than a year later, Guitar Hero Metallica came out. Yeah, I could, I, I, I could care less about this, really. I'm not trying to be a I know. I, but, but the reason the, I don't care about it has nothing to do with me hating um, Guitar Hero. It's that Shante's not with the band anymore, and he's a guitar player on all of these songs, so it's just kind of stupid to me. <laughs> That's true. He's also a fantastic guitar player. Yes, exactly. He's one of my inf- influences. But yeah, it just sucks that he's not with them anymore and they're yeah. making a Red Hot Chili Peppers Guitar Hero game. Obviously, wow. I will play it, but it, it is a bummer that I will never get to export anything you know, into my rock band library anymore because of the assholes at Activision. Wow, that's amazing. So... That's... Like, so they didn't license the game, the songs, you know, like for Rock Band. It's actually individually licensed for. Yeah, I mean, they, they probably the 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 in the music studios would be dumb to do this to give them a perpetual license to where they could put it in any game going forward. Yeah. Besides, besides yeah. the fact that it'd probably be ridiculously expensive to do that, they probably just license them for each game. And like we were saying earlier, when Rock Band Two came out. What they probably did was go back and get get it get those songs relicensed for the new game. That way, you mm-hmm. could just bring them in. And they they tried to do it with three, but Activision was like they gave them the old microphone block. Yep. So and as, as, as I said, they did the same thing with Soundgarden because there's a big Soundgarden download pack that just hit uh, Guitar Hero. Well, actually, yeah, it was actually what wasn't their like greatest their new um retrospective or whatever greatest hit CD wasn't it packaged with Guitar Hero? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. So there's all kinds of licensing evils keeping so guessing, things I'm out of certain all, games. I'm guessing all licensed songs that are on the store 
they took care of that license to make it available across all the I would assume so because the yeah the, yeah, the Red Hot Chili Peppers songs have not disappeared from the store. Yeah, yeah that would be ridiculous. Like, well, you can still buy songs for Rock Band Two though, right? And Rock Band but, One. Well, see, the thing is with those songs, Carl. What they probably do is is they're probably on a um, revenue sharing thing to where when one of when somebody buys one. Like the record label gets a cut of it, and Activision gets a cut, so they probably did set that up for like long term, but they probably didn't do what the tracks on the games. That makes perfect sense. Because, it, like I said, they're not the the record label isn't getting any money when you actually import the song from Rock Band One because you bought it once already. Does that right, make and sense? that that that's that's why there's a five dollar charge to do that. Because they had to relicense all those songs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like all, yeah, everything we're saying makes sense. <laughs> okay, I Specifically, get it. what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Just people like removing things or keeping things out of certain games. Oh, yeah, Activision hates, or they, they love blocking uh, MTV games from doing stuff like this. But let's move on. We've already talked too much about this. Um, Carrie, uh, other Activision news? Oh yeah, um, in Japan, they actually uh, for Xbox and maybe I don't know PlayStation. I know on the 360 and basically like games for Windows games or whatever. What they do is when the game comes out over here, which it isn't out over here yet, but they'll release like a version of it that's just subtitled with the English voices and everything. But then they'll actually go back and fully localize the game with Japanese voices and whatnot. And the interesting thing about this is like the Japanese version. The Japanese dub version of Call of Duty Black Ops, there are no swastikas in it. And the reason for that is because the count, there's a, a Buddhist um, character that's actually a reverse swastika. Um, <laughs> and it's um, it denotes Buddhist temples. And that's the reason why they're taking it out, not because of the atrocities of World War II. But um, they don't want anybody to get confused, so they're replacing it with the um, what is it called? The Iron Cross. And if you don't know what that is, type Iron Cross in the Wikipedia and hit enter. And you'll get <laughs> so, a nice gray cross thingy. Yeah, that that looks like like all those motorcycle gangs logos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just thought this was interesting because you know when I don't well some of you know when Japanese stuff is brought over here, like you get this. You get these uproar from fanboys when they like change something, and I just think it's funny that we're doing it to them this time. What well, makes sense? The, the changes that are made with localization makes sense for the the you know where it's being localized to. Yeah, but but you know, there's that whole "I want the original game the way it was made" argument, which to me, if you're a fanboy, that always makes sense. Because you want to play, you want to play what the the original people that made the game spat out, so to speak. Well, if, if things say, if you're that much of a fanboy, you should just buy a Japanese console. Well, no, no. See, that's the thing. I mean, I guess this isn't that big a deal because, like I said, the 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 English version of this game, that subtitle in Japanese, it's unaltered. But they also they also tone down the violence on it too. So uh. there's that too, which that would that'd be a big one if it was it was. The other way around. We want all the gory details. But yeah, not much to talk about there. I just thought it was interesting. All right. And our last bit of news 
Yeah, so obviously this has come out a few months ago on 360, but it's about to hit DVD. Uh, the producer for Dead Rising, a Kin, uh, Kiiji Inafune, made a film. Made a Dead Rising film for Capcom. It's all Japanese. Uh, you can go to Kotaku and see the trailer for it if you haven't watched it on the uh, 360. <laughs> oh, that is a weird crappy movie, is it? What's that? That isn't that. Nope. You can talk about that real crappy, horrible. Don't think. Don't think B movie. Think Z movie. And oh, yeah, this yeah, is that, yeah, that thing is <laughs> it is horrible. Yeah. If the game is an indication. <laughs> Basically, they tried to make a live action version of Dead Rising and a Japanese mall. <laughs> so, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, the 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 idea has promise of the campy fun if they went like the Evil Dead route as far as the the acting and everything else. But unfortunately, you know, the Japanese just have an acting style we just don't get. So hang on. So let's let's recap here. This is a movie based on a game based on a movie. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'll just make sure. Directed by a producer <laughs> of the game. Oh God! We need to take what, a step back, though. What Just was that? What was that? What was that? What was the name of that movie? Though was it Night of the Li- the one that was in the mall? The, Dawn the, of the Dead. Okay, Dawn of the Dead. That's what it was. I couldn't remember. Yeah, but we have to take a step back. Officially, Dead Rising is not based on Dawn of the Dead. That's a great way to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> o- offic- officially, that's a load of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because all he did was reverse the title. What's Dawn? The Rising Sun. Dead Rising. No, that's kind of stretching. Stretching it. (laughs) Not really. I think that's a a very, you know, astute observation. It's not rising. It's it's one of those things. Dawn of of the Dead. Dawn, beginning. Rising. I I get it. I get it. He's not that big of an asshole. He's all about, yeah, go ahead. Make, you know, he's. Yeah, he's probably flattered. Oh yeah, it's, it's the it's the money hungry uh, company. <laughs> but the thing yeah, is, though, he okay retained all rights to all this stuff, so the company can't sue. It's up to him if he wants to sue or not. Like he's retained rights to everything he's done over the years, except that very first movie where they screwed the copyright up and made it public domain. True. But I mean, that was filmed in sixty. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It's ancient. <laughs> yeah, well, that does it for news. Let's move on to what we're watching. And Clarence is watching a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, and more uh, zombie news. Um, AMC uh, just released this past Sunday their new original series, The Walking Dead. And it the first episode was 90 Minutes. And it's your basic uh, post-apocalyptic, well, not post-apocalyptic, but zombie overrun uh, world in turmoil. And the first episode actually was pretty uh, pretty darn good. Um, The lead character, whose name is Rick Grimes, uh, actually gets, well, I don't, spoilers, okay. So I'm just give a little bit. I'm not gonna hold. Well, I mean, it's it's stuff that's in the, was in the trailers. Yeah, he actually. Oh, you've seen it also. I haven't watched the show yet, but I saw the the trailers and the coming soon and a little bit about and it. 
Yeah. And it, and it shows, you know, a little bit to where you get what's going on with the dude when he wakes up. Yeah, he actually gets shot in the line of duty and goes into a deep coma. And when he wakes up, he's everything is just like in turmoil. Like he, he can't find a living soul anywhere. And ultimately he runs into these zombies and he's like, what the frack is going on? And uh, calamity ensues from there. Uh, a great, ser- great original series from AMC. AMC um, I don't know. I really wasn't wouldn't expect this to be in a series format. Has there ever been a zombie television series before? No. I mean, they've covered all the other basics, vampires and whatever. I mean, they've just pretty much ran vampires in the ground. But I mean, we're getting a little zombie love here on AMC, so. I suggest you check it out. The first episode came out on this past Sunday. I don't know if it's going to be coming on every Sunday or a different day. I would assume it would be Sunday, though. Um, check out, check the link. You can watch the first episode. Um, yeah, good series. Yeah, I well, also, I, it. I just haven't watched it yet. Yeah, also, just uh, as a little bit of backstory, this is based on a long-running uh, graphic novel series. So That is correct. And there's a lot of like you can Wikipedia and find out kind of what's been going on in the in the graphic novel, and yeah, there's some hardcore stuffs going to go on in this if they follow even halfway close to the the graphic novels. Yeah, it's pretty pretty gruesome. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, just as visceral as it is, like uh, spoiler, if they had the character in, there was a woman that. Uh, her sister and her boyfriend got infected and like one other person she cut their arms off cut out their lower jaw and has them chained so they follow her and their smell keeps the other zombies from bothering her so she's able to walk around and do what she wants to do I mean it it just really shows how hardcore people got and how inventive they were getting to deal with it Mm. yeah I don't think I could do that I don't know (laughs) It's like, damn. Uh, I, I think the bigger issue here is why is this on AMC? Because AMC yeah. makes great shows. <laughs> well, I thought AMC gets old great shows. You know they made. Well, well, they they have the original series Mad Men, which is like a, 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 a everybody loves that series. I know watches it. I don't watch it myself, but I hear inter- the internet's people talking about it all the time. Well, well Mad Men that, that's set in the fifties. Yeah, so that that's kind of set in the. Generally, the time frame of the movies they show most of the time is what's considered classics. So I, yeah, I can see how that was going. But with The Walking Dead, it's like, man, that looks like that'd be more of an HBO or, or sci-fi? Cinemax. Sci-fi? Oh, uh, if it was on sci-fi, I'd get canceled. It would suck. <laughs> it would be cheesy and it would get canceled. <laughs> My wife saw it was on AMC. She was like, what? Really? <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I... Because AMC, what they, I love when they show Predator. So it's like, and their their movies are usually uncut too, which is nothing I liked about uh, AMC. I guess they can get get away with it. Yeah, they they never cut anything. Just about it. If they get it, they're gonna show it. Wow. Yeah, but moving right along, uh, Frederick Larson. This guy is from is is from Sweden. He's uh sort of like a YouTube uh, phenomenon or whatever. He has these. He's a musician. He he plays like just about every instrument from what I've seen from his videos, and he has a couple of uh, nicely done videos on on YouTube. One is called the cartoon melody, and one is called the TV theme melody. 
Um, you have to check this out. This dude rambles through a lot, through probably what fifteen cartoons, and does all the theme songs perfectly. And it's just like pretty darn awesome. Have you guys had a chance to see it? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, the blue the blue screen at the back's a nice touch. Yeah, and like <laughs> all them people in there is are him. It's like he's yeah. doing everything. So like uh, all the background singers and then the TV medley theme. He's like, yeah, I like the TV one. Yeah, better. he's like playing the piano and playing the guitar and singing in harmony on certain parts, and it's him doing both things. So both of them are pretty fi- freaking cool. Uh, oh, he did Tur- Ninja Turtles. Oh. Yeah, D- just I'm a, a fan uh, immediately. <laughs> just a side note, he he did do a video game medley where he took like video games and like gave them. He took the theme songs and gave them words. Uh, oh. I, I can't condone his uh, his his Mike Tyson's Punch Out uh, rendition, but still pretty cool. <laughs> Oh man! And you just have to see it to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 great. Oh man! And so he's using okay. the got a little blue screen behind him, and that's him wearing a mask and and stuff, singing with himself. <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah. Like I gotta watch that later. If I if I keep it running, I won't talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's listen. why I haven't been talking for like the. Period. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. But uh since everybody's watching, no one's talking, I'll move on to my last item. <laughs> uh Xbox Live ESPN app. This thing is is it's kinda awesome. I really didn't expect it to be this good. Um with the th- options that you have here are to watch live events or you can um actually watch events that came on maybe a night night or two night or two before or probably even longer than that they archive the events so you can watch them later like a dvr format sort of um yeah so my first time opening this up you know i just wanted to catch up on all the sporting events that happened that night so what you can do is you can uh add your favorite sport so i added basketball nba basketball of course and yeah it was pretty cool i could just go in there and and get a quick 10 minute highlight of everything that happened that night and it was i mean the original program that's on espn so it was that was pretty darn cool but like not only that um like the night after that uh, the lakers were playing um i think uh sacramento and you know i have espn so you know i could actually watch the game on my regular television but it's in standard definition and not in hd so you know i go to my xbox pull up the game it's live I started playing, and it's in a quasi-HD uh, format because it's not true of HD, of course, but in any case, it looked much better than it, it would look if I had watched the standard definition version on regular Comcast. Uh, when you go into the live event, they let you vote for who you want to win. I mean, you know, a little inter- interactive. All yeah, right. yeah, a little interactive thing going on there. And, yeah, I mean... They they really put a lot of work into this application, and I'd be interested to see if they take it a step for, further with maybe uh, some other uh, network station branded app. Because because this is well, this is probably something that some people would easily pay the extra five dollars for, but it's free if you have already have Comcast or whatever other cable 
an operator maybe out there that have a license to deal with Microsoft. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, that's, uh, a few questions. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so what? I know there's a, as we talked earlier about licensing. What sports are included? Like, are you gonna get NFL stuff, dude? Uh, everything. I, I haven't seen NFL on there yet, but pretty much. If it's just yeah, if I'm it, sorry. It, it says ESPN three, but they actually yeah. put content on there from ES, any ESPN station. They put content content on there from all the ESPN stations. Like that, that, that that'd be my only worry because when when this was originally announced, all of the you know the the promo videos they had were of college sports and basketball and like dude, golf, dude, NBA, a bunch of stuff I don't care about. Well, NBA basketball. Well, that's just you, Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> dude, they have like, every college game on here. With me every, too. Yeah. Every college game you can you make it you make it out watch it live, but they have they like cash every college game that came on on Saturday. Like, but, e- e- I know ESPN. Like I haven't used the specific Xbox Live app, but ESPN three, which ironically used to be named ESPN three sixty. Um <laughs> what it what it is is like like you said, like all the college games that come on you can watch them. They have baseball games on there, basketball games on there. I've seen football games on there before. They don't have NFL stuff because that's probably I doubt that they'll show live NFL games on there because the only the only place you can get all NFL games like in one place is the the Sunday ticket thing with Direct T V which is awesome. But um, I mean it's I mean it's got something on there for everybody. If you're if you're a sports fan, like sports fan period, then you, it, this is something that you would really enjoy. Yeah, even with the but, NBA, um, they they only have games that they show. They don't have like you know. Yeah. yeah. If it comes on ESPN or a- ABC, I guess they're probably pretty much going to show it on there, no matter what it is. Yeah. But okay. as you know, like TNT licenses some basketball games as well. So, of course, those won't be on there. But, I mean, if you watch ESPN, there's there's something. If you watch ESPN on a regular basis, there, I, I guarantee you there's something on there that you're going to enjoy. Is, is, there, like, is there like a a, a, a sports center tab? Uh, which, they, well, they have like highlights. Um, they pretty much have anything that came on that day or today or whatever. So they have like uh, all sorts of highlights. They have like the ten minute sports center wrap up thing going on. If if you want to know what happened in the what happened this past day, you'll find out pretty easily. Okay. Well, then that that's what I would use it for. You know. Oh, I'm about to play Halo, but let me check the scores first. I mean, it's just like we're doing this fantasy football thing. Like, hey, let me let. Me, well, fantasy basketball, excuse me. Hey, let Woo! me check. Let, let let me check up and see how my players are doing right quick. You know. Oh yeah, Russell Westbrook's got dropped twenty-two points, and the game isn't over. LeBron James, fame out of heart. Wow. Well, oh man, I, I, yeah, that's. I mean, and while we're talking about ESPN and sports, I just want to just take a second and talk about this. Like, if if you've never gotten into fantasy before, like this is my first time actually getting into it. You watch more games being being in the fantasy league, but you also watch them for the diff, for the wrong reasons. It's like you mm-hmm. don't even you don't even care who wins the game. You just want your guy to score points. But I, it's still I've never enjoyed watching basketball as much as I have this season. <laughs> uh, and actually, this uh, this is the first season I've done fantasy football, and I 
I feel the exact same way. <laughs> Every week, it's like, okay, Aaron Rodgers, throw a damn touchdown. Yeah, I mean, do it. It's it's so like the, it's so like when I played a lot of uh, football uh, games or whatever. I used to know like everybody on the team, and you know, I I was just like so into it that I just knew everything. And like the past few years, I've been kind of out of it, so it's kind of good to get back into it and kind of learn who who's doing what. Yes. Good stuff. Yes, yes. Speaking wow, of good we stuff. We have a lot of pauses this week. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have any last week. <laughs> yeah. With, with this many people, I think we're, we're all being too polite. Like, does anyone else want to talk now? <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, I mean, I just didn't have anything to say on the ESPN Live application. Yeah. It was like, eh. Well, if oh, there's yeah. any more dead space, I'll I'll bust another freestyle. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, the ESPN just like Facebook and uh, Twitter. All that other extra bloatware on the Xbox. <laughs> it's only bloatware if it's running in the background. It's still costing it me an extra twenty bucks if I if I get one. I think it's ten dollars, Carl. But hey, Carl, well, it's a free country. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah, I don't want to pay for that. I just want to pay for my for my multiplayer. I don't want it to pay for the ESPN. Or or you could just start getting into sports and get your money's worth. That's okay. I'm, I'm into enough stuff. I got enough hobbies I can't keep up with. Or you could just pay Bill Gates and, and take it like a nice young um, stallion. <laughs> <laughs> I need a hero. What, what, what kind of hero do you need? A DC hero? A phone? I'm not going to stand here and wait. I know that. Yeah, I, I want a, a hero with a cape. Or how about two heroes with a cape? With two capes. Or three. If, they, if, they're both, if they're both attached to the same cape, that used to be weird. What about a cow? What about that? <laughs> that would be extremely interesting. But as me and James uh, was talking about uh, uh, earlier today, uh, we are definitely both enjoying all these Marvel, DC... You know, animated straight to DVD movies, and we definitely want more. A recent one that I just seen is the Superman Batman Apocalypse movie, which I think was great. Uh, not as good as the Batman Red Hood, but probably because Red Hood was, I don't know, more real, trying to be more realistic and gory. Uh, so one, is this Apocalypse when Superman gets killed? Apocalypse? No, no, no. no. Uh, actually, this is uh, this is the a retelling of how his cousin Kara. Gets there, Supergirl. Uh, Supergirl, yeah. yeah. So and it's uh, Darkseed. <laughs> Dark I've always wondered about that. Uh, it's hard to say because it's a weird <laughs> spelling. Well, it's, it's not hard to say. There's only two pronunciations it could be: side or seed. <laughs> I've heard Darkseed, okay. but in the newer stuff, I've heard Dark Side. So it's. Darkseed just sounds wrong. I, I think Darkseid is the edited for TV version. So I, so I guess the Connect the wouldn't be able to pick up that Darkseed. <laughs> I think that was on a cover. Wasn't that on the color of a cover of a Metallica album? Some Darkseed. <laughs> but yeah, this this movie was almost like a like a Justice League. I think they actually had a. The Justice League voice, well, the anime series, Superman, Batman anime series, uh, Superman and Batman voices, uh, the original voice actors. And 
They also had Wonder Woman on this. This movie was almost Justice League. It pretty interesting. Yeah, it was pretty close. And, uh, like, cause I wouldn't, cause Wonder Woman not even in the title, or I'm not even sure she was on the box art. Even though I haven't seen the box art, but yeah, Karen comes to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no woman love, but it's just for Supergirl. But it's kind of the same dark side story you get every time. Dark side gets someone, the brain watches them, they fight against Superman or fights against somebody from Earth. And the other interesting thing is, Dark side really. Whoops on well he takes a beating, but he beats on Superman and other Krypton and I guess Supergirl equally or even greater. It's 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 amazing how powerful this guy is. Well he's a Titan. That's the thing. Oh yeah, one of the original God things are So he beats a Titan. He beats on Superman with his dark seed. (laughs) (laughs) He he blinds him with it. He has this attack he calls the Omega Beam, which supposedly <laughs> is supposed But like all it is is a zigzagging of uh, I beam it, that so chases you. That he can get hit by too. Which is kind of stupid. I, I don't like the DC universe. I'm just going to come out and say it. Uh, yeah, I don't either, but I will admit that I, I don't care anything about Superman, really, or Batman, really, except for the Bat- new Batman movies. But, like, besides that, like, the only other thing I care about in the DC universe is the WB cartoon, the new Batman and Superman adventures. That was, like, one of my favorite cartoons when I was younger. So I might check this out. Yeah, I just want to give a, a, a quick blurb on Superman. Like, I actually went back and we we watched the original Superman movie this past week. Oh, I'm sorry. And Is that the one with Richard Pryor in it? No, uh, that's Superman no, three. Not that one. The first three, one. Yeah. But but anyway, you know, I I give Smallville a lot of criticism for being sappy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Don't I repeat? Do not go back and watch the original Superman. It's like it's 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 like a 20 minute freaking scene of, of him flying through the city with Lois. I'm like, what? what? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the Superman movies are not good. They are even more sappy than Smallville. I cannot criticize Smallville anymore for that, because they're, they're like ultimate, oh man, I, I couldn't take it. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I don't know, I mean, I really enjoyed the first one. I, I have it, and I still enjoy watching it. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a very nice contrast because most everything you see about Superman, he's a very, you know, ethical and everything else. But yet, yeah, I, uh, mean, I mean, Christopher Reeves is awesome in the movie. He's he's freaking awesome, but like, it's just not good. I mean, the whole, I mean, the whole going back around in time and spinning the Earth around. Come on, really, really? Yeah, <laughs> like that is a universe-breaking <laughs> maneuver. And did he like just forget about the people that were on the? Um, uh, finna go off the Golden Gate Bridge and uh, the flood at that time. I mean, did he just? Because he he we sat down and talked to Lois for a good ten minutes before he went off. I got something to do. And really? <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Don't like, don't like, get me started. <laughs> when you're making a movie franchise, don't start in the in your first movie showing that your character can manipulate time because that means every conflict that he has <laughs> in the f- subsequent movies 
can be corrected with time travel. Yeah, true. And and for the record, I will go on record to say this. Uh, Lex Luthor's um, hideout in the first Superman is the best villain hideout of all time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. That yeah. thing is freaking awesome. Gene, Gene so, Hackman's Luthor where, where, had like the most pimped hideout I'd ever seen. I was like, I want one. So I got a question. Um, in the first movie, when he flew around the Earth counterclockwise and went back in time, did he create another multiverse? Yeah. No. <laughs> a universal side from the Techpedition cast. Yeah. <laughs> Except from James. Well, he, James he, is he, like, he, I'm, I'm the multiverse it, expert, so no. Nope. No, because instead of, instead of jumping from a different point in time and causing a, a break-off, he just kind of rewound the timeline. <laughs> oh man <laughs> you know you know James as ridiculous as that sounded it somehow made sense to me <laughs> <laughs> well I mean the whole thing of time travel is ridiculous anyways so. I'm just saying like that made perfect sense what you just said thank you I have <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright so let's let's move on to I, don't, I, I can never tell are these comics Dragon, or manga or anime Dragon Ball Z Dragon uh, this is manga They're uh, both... I was in the books a million I was in the books a million the other day and I was just looking at the manga and I said hey look at Dragon Ball Z huh, I guess I'll peek through it and it was like it was about 20 bucks it was the entire manga well, I don't know 20, the entire manga 20 bucks the whole yeah, thing? No, that's that like that's ridiculously cheap. I'm going to. Yeah, it was it was twenty bucks. It was one complete book, you know, from front to back. It wasn't. They didn't, a, you they know, didn't sell you half books. a book for twenty bucks. <laughs> no, like, normally like to... yeah, those sets are like it's like two hundred. Like the Tonka Buns, the little thick books. The, like if you get all of those, it's like it's like two hundred bucks to get to get every chapter. That's why I'm like about to lose my. Oh mind over here. Yeah, I was in the I was in the uh the Books of Million in the uh Coast Coast Mall, uh Gulf Coast Mall and I was like, Wow, this I, said, I, I almost bought it. Like I immediately flipped straight to the sales saga with Gohan turning level two and, and I was like, Wow, this this still is pretty awesome, not in it's, motion. It's violent too, man. Like the, the that's what I liked about the Dragon Ball well most manga is that it's usually much more violent than the anime is. Yeah, he beats the brains out of those Cell Juniors. Yes, he does. Yes. It was awesome. I'm, I'm like, next time in the books a million, uh, hopefully that wasn't just, you know, that store with a misprice. I might get it because since I'm going to be flying so much, I, I kind of hate that 10 to 15, 20 minute time you can't use electronics, but everyone around you has that bright ass light on reading books so you can't sleep. So I, I want to be one of those people. Dang, Carl, you should have a Kindle, man. They make you turn your Kindles off, too, so you can't use that, you know, until it, you reach your cruising altitude. It's not, it's, just get the Wi-Fi one and turn the Wi-Fi off. Try explaining no, they, that they to, say, a, to a no, flight attendant. All, all electronics must be off. Uh, just get a, well, just get a book, then. <laughs> I know, that's what I was, was going to do, get a book. I was going to get <laughs> Okay, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, 
the merging with the sword has taken place. And Bleach continues. And Ichigo loses his soul reaper powers and returns back to the normal world in Karakura Town. James, tell us what happens next. James? Louis <laughs> <laughs> Rasu, where are you? <laughs> oh, sorry. My take a second. Okay, so uh, I've been predicting for a few months now that Bleach was getting ready to wrap up. If you're going to run its course before going to wrap up, yay. Okay, so he's beaten Aizen, and no, they're starting a whole new story arc. Da-da-da-da. Are you surprised? Because yep. I'm not. <laughs> Well, I mean, I figured that they were going to end it because it seemed like it was a perfect place to do it, you know, before yeah. uh, the the popularity would wane or anything like that. that. That's the thing about like manga; it's even it's it's crazy, dude. They're, he's gonna he's gonna be doing that. He's probably got his four panel ending like tucked away in a in a chest somewhere, and he's gonna write until it's not popular anymore. Uh, may, may I interject? Uh, once you merge with the sword, where is is there to go? I'm sorry. Okay, he Jump he did the outside. Uh, he he used his ultimate attack on 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 Aizen, and when he <laughs> did, he completely lost his um Shinigami or Soul Reaper power. So he's he just his shit. He's just a nor- Shinigami in Japanese for Soul <laughs> Reaper. Shinigami. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, yeah, so basically he's normal. Like, yeah, he doesn't he's just have guy any now. powers. He can't even see ghosts anymore. But he's very strong, which is awesome. I, there's somewhere for them yeah. to go with it. I just don't know where. Well, the but thing he, is, though, he's physically strong. Man. Yeah, he's really, really strong. Well, in the manga, the, the the guy hasn't flat out introduced himself to Ichigo yet. But there's another guy that was a Shinigami representative. Yeah, he's got that little badge and everything. So they're gonna come up with something. Yeah, for for so those he's, of he's you, gonna... for, for those of you who don't know what a Shinigami representative is, it's uh, substitute soul reaper, which means that somebody that acts like a soul reaper and and um kills the stray spirits, but he isn't actually from soul society. He's from the earth, and he uses this little badge to like change into a, a soul reaper. But yeah, just so you won't be like, what in the world is he talking about? So he's gonna do like uh, I'm pretty sure no one remembers Yu Yu Hakusho, but they had this little short saga where. Uh, Kuwabara lost all his spirit powers ah, because yeah. he was developing and uh, was going to explode into that new sword. So, yeah. So he's going to get a new sword, or it's going to come out of his mouth just kind of some, like some something's going to happen. Because if you remember after the end of the Soul Society arc, um, well I can't remember his name, but the the Quincy guy he lost all his powers, and um, his dad, which they had never shown at that point, shows up, and then like three chapters later he had him back. So. They're going to figure out some way to get his powers back to him. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ichigo's father's finally got his back, so. Yeah, but it took, like, forever. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, Man, they'll, so hopefully they'll speed it up a little bit. Yeah, I stopped watching the anime, dude, but I, I, I've read I've read the manga since, like, the I've read it for, like, how many years has it been now? It's been, like, a while it's been out. It's been, like, seven, six or seven years. Yeah, same with Naruto. I don't watch the anime anymore, but I still read the manga. Well, the anime right now is just in filler, so it's like, ugh. Who? Is is it still in the filler? I haven't watched this last week's episode, but I think so. Yeah, I just... They're extending the part where they're rebuilding uh, 
you know, Konoha. So everyone's having, you know, flashbacks of. When oh, so he's already he's already felt pain. Yeah. Oh yeah, it yeah. was good, man. Yeah. It, it looks awesome. It's like, and, dude, I I completely gave up on it because like Shippuden was supposed to be Naruto with no filler, and then like after like twenty five episodes, they start start showing filler. So I was like, screw this, I'm done. But now I I tell you what, go back and watch the the Pain Naruto fight because it it was animated awesomely. Was it better than the um the fight between him and um? Zabsa and Haku when he changed into the Oh fuck yes. <laughs> oh really? Far better. better. Far better. Cause like to to me that was one of the best that and the Hokage fight were like two of the best animated parts of that whole Well, anime. I mean the uh, the Sasuke Itachi fight, awesome. Was done very good. Uh but yeah, the the Naruto versus Pains was awesome. I mean it was really well done. Cool. Good deal. I'm going to have to pick and stab a few episodes and check it out, man. Well, I mean, it's all up on YouTube. You can just watch. Like, it's up in like eight parts. So you can yeah. watch it start to finish. Well, he can watch it on uh, Crunchyroll because they let you watch the yeah. old ones for free. Oh, that's right. Also, also, yeah, I, I beat it. I have a Crunchyroll subscription. It's just it's, it's just way easier to share than it. If I, I could, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get it from there, there there's also um, a viz web, viz.com website yeah you can watch from there i mean the um the picture is actually i think you can well you don't really download i think you can stream it in um high def so yeah. that's how country roll is and the thing i like about country roll is you can you watch it as soon as it airs so you actually watch it before the fan subbers can sub it so that's awesome but yeah, all right. we beat that in the ground. <laughs> uh, okay. A little anime segment. That, that, yeah, that's what we're watching, um, or reading, or whatever that is. Reading the, the, the Japanese portion of the show. Uh, let's move on to what we're playing. Sayonara. And I'm going to go first. I'm playing Medal of Honor. I'm sorry. The, the new Medal one? of Honor. I'm still sorry. <laughs> yeah, the, the one that came out like two weeks ago. Uh I'm I'm in the middle of writing my review because I finished up the the campaign last night and that game is very Call of Duty. Like it yeah it, it is Call of Duty. I heard that it didn't duty as much as Call of Duty though. So. Well, it it it's a bit more duty <laughs> um, than Call of Duty, but uh, it, like anyone who has played anything since Call of Duty Two will have no trouble picking up a controller and playing through Medal of Honor. It's not only easier than Call of Duty, it's it, every single piece of control, you know, the controller does the exact same thing. Uh, and, you know, I don't want to, as I said, I'm writing a review right now, so I don't want to take all the steam out of my review, but that game is janky. What about the um, what about the multiplayer? Because DICE, which is one of my favorite first-person shooter developers, they do the Battlefield series. They actually did the multiplayer half, so I'm just interested to see if it was any good. Um, I'm not the person to ask for that. Okay, then, I, don't do, I, I don't do. <laughs> yeah, I don't do multiplayer. I logged in to grab a few trophies, and I enjoyed what I played, but it still is one of those... Play against yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things where it spawn, dead. Spawn, dead. Spawn, run a bit, dead. Spawn, shot a guy in the head, dead. You know, so... I, I'll show you, you suck. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm not good at multiplayer. 
but uh, it, the, it's good the, to play together, man. It's good. Eh, no, I have better things to do. I can play with myself. Oh, that you know that just don't <laughs> sound right, man. Uh, don't get a dark seed all over your connect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, back to what I was saying. Uh, the, the the campaign there there's a, a lot of a lot of like just technical problems with it. Uh, a lot of the destructible environments will just disappear and then pop back and then disappear again and then pop back. And there's a lot of texture popping. You know, there's the draw distance is not very good. Uh, you can walk forward and you can see the texture pop in, and then you walk backwards and the texture pops out. So you're playing like an N64 game? Yeah, like it, it's. It, but it no obviously, Yeah, it's obviously obvious that the game was not done yet. Uh, but of course, they had to meet the release date because they had to beat uh, Black Ops to, to 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 market. Because if you release after Black Ops, you're screwed. Uh, but it, it's interesting. Like I enjoyed it. It, it was very, very, uh, as I said, very easy. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do have some issue with it being set in the time period that it's set and the the uh, atmosphere they're trying to portray. But I'll cover all that in my review. It's funny that you mention it being easy because um. When Metal Hunter Airborne Assault came out, and I'll make this quick, one of my buddies that I work with at Walmart, he was like, he bought it, and the next day he came back, he was like, yeah, man, I beat it already. I was like, wow, dude, that was fast. He was like, yeah, man, all you have to do is put it on easy, man, and you can go right through it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was serious, too. I was like, wow. No, well, I, I played through I on normal. Play game on easy. And it, I played on normal, and it was much, much easier than any Call of Duty game I ever played. Indeed. What are you playing, James? Well, I got two things I'm playing right now. One is uh, Aqua Panic, which is a PSN downloadable game. It is a very interesting puzzle game. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, of another game to kind of compare it to. Is is this is like, like Trash Wizards? Panic? What's that? Is is this like Trash Panic? Congratulations. You won. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, James. Get off the, get off the um the, the Naruto site. It's not me. Damn it, Clarence. It was Clarence. Uh, <laughs> actually, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, because what it is is basically the premise of it is something's happened and you've had to take all the fish out of the water, and you're trying to put them back, but you have these obstacles that the one whatever it is the fish are in opens up and the water comes out, they slide down the sides. But you only have, like, one area that you can get them into to where they're safe. Otherwise, they fall into the chomping mouse of the, the predator fish. Oh, for a second there, I thought this was going to be based on the oil spill. No, no, not that bad. I'm from New Orleans. I can't it's, wait. To it's very interesting. It's got, a, it's got very much that um, cartoon cut, like a... The animated style is much like a, a cutie version of the art style that they used for South Park. You know, like they took cutouts and just filmed it. Oh, okay, okay. That's basically the what it is. But you use uh, explosives, you plant trees to grow, to block off ways, explosives to open up, uh, cut-throughs. 
I haven't been able to get too far into it just yet, but uh, it's very interesting. And it's like I say, if you want puzzle games, it it's got promise, but it's got very uh, stick in your head kind of music. To where after a little bit you're just like, oh my god, kill me, kill kill you because it's so like catchy. Well, it's catchy in an annoying way. <laughs> Does it make sense? Yeah. Okay. It's like, like that, it's like that song by Will Smith's daughter. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair. <laughs> and you know what? Luckily, I've never heard that song. Don't send it to me. And you don't want to either. <laughs> <laughs> Some things you just can't unsee. Or hear. But now, the reason why I haven't gotten too far into Aquapanic is because the next thing I have been playing, which is the Killzone 3 beta. Jetpacks! Woohoo! Let me tell you, I have been enjoying my ass off with this. Does it move you? What's that? Does it support the move? No, it doesn't have move support uh, yet. Well, I haven't tried it. It came with an update. Uh, but I haven't tried using the move with it yet. Uh, basically, it's just a multiplayer uh, beta. It comes with three levels, and you've got three different kind of game modes you, you can play. You can play a Gorilla, which is your basic team deathmatch. You have uh, another one, another mode I forget the name of, but it's somewhat like uh, the Warzone from Killzone 2. Except how it differs is there's cutscenes. And depending on how well you do, depends on how your character will be in the cutscenes. <clears throat> and it's basically what it is is you're the Hellgast. You have the Hellgast that are defending, and you've got the SA trying to come in. Uh, and the Hellgast, the game can be really short because the Hellgast can shut down the ISA, but as the ISA get. Uh, different objectives done, they can go further. And then you have your basic war zone, which is, you know, your death match, uh, uh, getting a speaker to the point, uh, capture the flag areas, stuff like that. Uh, they've added quite a few new features. Uh, on one level, you have jetpacks you can use. Jetpacks! Yeah, they're a lot of fun, but they take a little bit of getting used to. Uh, on another level, you have the tank walker that you got to use in the single-player campaign of Killzone 2, which is really good, and it's not overpowered, believe it or not. Hmm. So so when you say it affects uh, your gameplay, it affects how you are in the cutscenes, are you talking about the way you look? The Are you, like, tethered or torn, and torn? Or, uh... No, 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 it's... Uh... Like, what your character does. Oh, so it's actually... Okay. Yeah, like, if... Uh, if like, I actually... The first, the second time I played one, I actually was the top player on the Hellgas. And I was the dude that st- walked up with my gun and just blew away the, the ISA soldiers we had captured. Oh. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. so, so, so your performance dictates who is actually going to be in the, the cutscene. Exactly. They said they did that in Dead Rising 2 with the multiplayer. Whoever uh, did the best in, like, one of the uh, 
sections, that person's stupid ass costume is what would be in the cutscene. <laughs> gotcha. But uh, one <laughs> now how they've got it set up in the beta is like you have your unlockables. Now on Killzone Two, you had to unlock classes and then do unlock stuff for them. Well, on this, uh, all the classes are automatically unlocked that they have playable so far. But you get unlock points where you unlock different abilities. Say uh, the engineer, I finally got 100%. Like you can unlock the ability to lay down turrets. You unlock the ability to have faster repair time. You will unlock the ability to hack the other team's turrets to make them their, your own. You unlock weapons. And uh, each class will have different weapons you can unlock. Like they've got a shotgun pistol that. It caught me off guard. It's like shotgun pistol, and I tried it. And it was awesome. So shotgun it, pistol. Yeah, yeah. It's a strange. Shotgun is sounding more and more like Team Fortress. Now they they changed the gameplay up a little bit. It doesn't have that uh, heavier feel that Killzone Two had, but it it works really good. I mean the the draw and everything's really good. The, the beta so far has been running smooth. Uh, it shows a lot of great promise for uh, for the next entry in the series. Cool. I think I'm going to have to try that one. Yeah, I still haven't played Killzone 2. I will, I promise. I'm, but I just haven't gotten to it yet. I'm in the middle of Killzone 2, and it's awesome. So, I'm going to give this a shot. Then well, look at this well, I mean, between uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 or Killzone 2, I played the multiplayer so much more on Killzone 2 that when it came time for me to trade in some games to get a newer one, I traded uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was one of the games I traded in. So, Awesome. As a personal preference, I just enjoyed Killzone 2 much better because, uh, to me, the Warzone uh, gameplay mode for the online is awesome because the dynamic will switch because it's never one set thing. It randomizes what you're going to do. If you're going to be in a capture points or if you're going to be in assassination mode or if you're going to be just team deathmatch. I just like that. Just change the dynamics of it and it wasn't just one thing. Killzone 3 will be the Halo Reach killer because it will shoot Master Chief in the face with a shotgun pistol full of dark seed. <laughs> That's just too long of a line for the title, though, unfortunately. <laughs> that, that, should, that should be the subtitle, Killzone 3, and then all of that. Yeah. <laughs> or, Shotgun or, Pistol of Darkseed. So, so I'm pretty sure that what Carrie's going to do when this is over is he's going to go home and build a, a giant pistol shooting Master Chief in the face <laughs> with Dark Darkseed in his Minecraft game. Ah, <laughs> oh, Yes. Minecraft, where do I start? Okay, um, if you, like me, have been um, browsing any um, popular video game site in the past year, I don't know, you've probably come across an article about a game called Minecraft. I'm going to give you a little bit of background. This game is being developed by one guy, and what he does is he's developing the game, but he's letting people play it while he's developing it. You can pay 14 bucks, and you get unlimited you get to play the basically you get to play the whole play the game until it's finished 
pretty much. Um, so what Minecraft is is you you get dropped on this desert island, which is randomly generated, and um. You have all different kinds of blocks. You have sand blocks. You have dirt blocks. You have trees. You have um, cobblestone. You have iron ore, gold ore, all these different kinds of materials. And you're basically just dropped on this island. It has a day-night cycle. And you're basically just trying to survive. So um, let's say you just decide not to build anything and you just um, you just – you just want to stand there for some odd reason. Well, when the night cycle comes around, if you haven't built yourself some type of shelter, um, the zombies and um, um, skeleton warriors and these these I can't remember what they're called. These like animals and spiders. Like I'm serious, they all come out at night. And um, if you don't have a shelter built by the time it's nighttime, they will kill your behind. Um, so there's that aspect, and basically what. What in the... Okay. Um, <laughs> so basically Sorry, what it is, it's, it's a sandbox game, you know. Sorry, and the cat's wanting out. You say, yeah, that's not my kid. You basically have to... Um, <laughs> well, the first day, you pretty much have to dig and try to find some flint um, so you can make yourself some torches because if you don't do that, then you're, when it's nighttime, it's going to be completely dark and the only light you'll have is a moon. I mean, it's, it's a very realistic sandbox game and you can just spend hours digging and building stuff, and it's crazy what some people have built on this. Um, I, go ahead. Yeah, I have just one problem with this game, and I think you know what I'm finna say. <laughs> Graphics. <laughs> yes. Again, again, it's made by one person, and the thing is, if you, I mean, the graphics are are primitive. I'll give you that, but when you look at all the other stuff he's done, like he's done with this game, like. The water and everything has realistic physics. So, like, where the lava hits water, it turns into, like, what is it called? There's it's a certain type of stone, that, and it's, like, really, really hard. And um, what else? It's, it's just got all these different aspects of things you wouldn't think to be in this game. There's actually this whole crafting thing where you can um, you make a workbench, and you make a furnace, and you can actually build different things based on that. Um, it's just... I, it's like you can pretty much do anything you can think of in this game. So, so and it plays right in your web browser. So, um, if you so desire, you can even play it at work. And it's a huge productivity killer. So I hear. So, uh, <laughs> it's actually a game, or is it just a big box of Legos? It's a game. So it is. It is a game. Yes, it is. And yeah, like I said. I, it's, it's in development. He just hired a guy to work on the art because, like my brother said, some people have been complaining about the graphics. Personally, the gameplay on there, I, I enjoy it so much that I don't really care about the graphics. You can actually go to Minecraft.net and play the multiplayer version, which you get access to a lot of the blocks and you get to build stuff, but you don't really get the same feel for the game because the single player is pretty much where it's at. And hopefully when the single player gets out of alpha, they'll actually you'll actually be able to go on your island with other people. Like me and Andy, my friend Andy, before I bought it, me and him spent like hours just going to um, people's multiplayer servers and just seeing what they built. I mean, I, I've heard there's been a lot of multiplayer terrorism in Minecraft. Yeah, um, some people um, build these boxes that you can't escape out of, so when you load the map, 
everybody's stuck up stuck inside this like one space and you can't move and then you just go to another map but yeah it's really crazy like the whole it's like i don't know it, like andy said something interesting to me it's like if i was an anthropo- anthropologist i would this would be something that you would want to study because it's just weird how you just give people a set of tools and it's just crazy like Somebody, like, I went on some guy's face, and, like, they just had, like, all these buildings and, like, towers, and it just looked like an endless city. People built pyramids. I think somebody actually built a full-scale Star Destroyer in this game. <laughs> I mean, it's just all you kinds You said all of them stuff. buildings. All I could think about was uh, Purgatory and Inception for some reason. Yeah, that's what, like, I, I, I hopped on the map, and that's exactly what I thought was Inception. It was just crazy. Like all these towering vistas and stuff that people build. It's just I don't know. Like if you if you don't know about the game, like I said, just start. Like you have to create an account, but just go into the multiplayer and just go to some of the servers and just look around at some of the stuff people have built. And it's just very very interesting to see. So you get a free trial. Well, I wouldn't call it a free trial, but like I said, if you register an account, you can play Minecraft Classic for free, which isn't the latest version. But what you can do is you can. You can go onto the multiplayer servers, which there are like 200 of them. Actually, there are 888 servers, um, and you can go to any any of the ones on the um any of the Minecraft classic ones, and you can just go and just look and see some of the stuff that people have built. And I'm telling you, it's worth it's worth it's worth a few it's worth 30 minutes of your time, and you know you might see something you like, and you might be like, hey, I want to try this, and that's exactly what happened to me, and I'm hooked. Wow, <laughs> but that, again, that's, it, a, that's a very compelling argument. Like you say, a lot of very good things about it. Yeah, and like I said, the the biggest drawback is is the graphics. And but once you get past that, which I just think that's a whole commentary on 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 video games as a whole right now. It's like we're so captivated with visuals that most most good looking games are crap. You know, but most good games. You know, they're, they're, most good games have decent graphics, but this is actually a, a decent game that doesn't have great graphics. But again, like I said, it's one guy doing this. And you, you'll, you'll load this up and you'll be like, wow, I can't believe one person built this. It's crazy. But so, yeah, that's Minecraft. Check it out, Minecraft.net. Yes. So, uh, Carl, you've been playing some stuff. Yeah, uh, thanks to all my traveling, I've been good friends with my DS again for once. Uh, like, my wife and I, we went to GameStop uh, probably about two weeks ago. They was doing, you know, buy get one free thing, so we racked up on a bunch of DS games that we missed. Uh, for her, she got uh, Dementium 2 and uh, Hotel Dusk. She's loving that Hotel Dusk game. That, that game is actually very pretty. Makes me think of Sin City and and stuff, a good mystery, point-and-click adventure, all that good stuff. But what I've been playing, I've been playing her Dementium games, uh, 1 and 2. That This is an extremely good F, uh, F, uh, 3D engine running on the DS. A uh, good little horror game, good sounds, audio, lots of vocals, uh, constant constant 60 frames per second. Like, I'm talking about, there's no stutter, no slowdown. Um, the touchscreen, you know, I still... Since, since I was one of the original DS purchasers, something I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't have, I still have the 
the little wristband thing that came with it that had the the thumbs the little thumb pad that you can put on your that you can wrap around your thumb and then use on the screen instead of you know a stylus or your finger being you know not giving you the precision you need. So I've been playing that. Uh, it's actually got a little spooky, some weird looking creatures. Um, story is explained to you slowly throughout the game. You're in this asylum hospital type area. It's dark, spooky, sounds, zombies everywhere, worms making the sound of, of uh, making like weird baby sounds as they chase you. Uh, this screaming Medusa head flies by that'll eat your health up real fast. It's very interesting. The funny thing is you, the 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 knife stick you have to me to be honest is more powerful than the gun. Like I had to shoot an enemy eight times to kill him, but I hit him three times with the stick to kill him. So it's kind of weird. There's no point in knocking the head off because the, the rest of the rest of the body just keeps coming at you. So going for headshots means nothing. But I'm really liking this game. The the story is actually not that bad. Um, I'm pretty sure none of you guys are going to play it. Uh, so, spoilers, the story in this is you're, you're a guy who was suspected of killing your wife. Um, you're, you're in a hospital. They're doing brain surgery on you. Some kind of brain, I don't know, um, what, uh, what's the word? The, the, the surgery is still experimental. It Actually, to survive the surgery, you're actually within your own mind trying to survive this world. So... That's kind of what's going on. The doctor who's working on you is kind of crazy. And this little girl you see throughout the game is your daughter, who's now afraid of you because she thinks you killed mommy. So it's it's pretty interesting. Um, anybody who still has a DS who hasn't played any first-person shooter since Metro Prime Hunters and want to play some, you might want to give it a look. First-person shooters are really hard on uh, on DS. Yeah, yeah, they are. This was kind of for- forgiving, though. Uh, you know, you're not bombarded with tons of enemies. At most, you might run into two or three at a time. You know, as long as lots of times you can just run away, and it has that Resident Evil, you're safe once you go through a door type thing. So that's a that's one one of the things you can do. On the problem though, in, in, which is actually best to run past enemies because they respawn when you leave the area. So there's no point in wasting ammo killing everything you encounter. Well, awesome. And speaking of Metroid, <laughs> playing Super Metroid again. Yes, I went back. Went yes again. I've I've probably beaten this game over 20 times. But yeah, being on the airplane, my DS battery died because I forgot to charge it, so I booted up my SNES emulator on my netbook, and for my five-hour flight, I played Metroid the entire time. I'm talking about this, this flight went by so fast, I did not even know that it was, you know, until they made the announcement. I was like, dang it, I'm almost to another boss. So, but thankfully, <laughs> but thankfully, you know, with emulators, you have those save states, save anywhere, anytime. So I just did that. Um, the good thing, the funny thing is, I played the game so much, and it's been so long that I, since I played it, I still remember everything, and I'm still extremely good with her wall kick jump. So I've done lots of sequence breaking, getting weapons before I'm supposed to get them, fighting bosses before you're supposed to be able to even, you know, reach them because, you know, you don't get the high jump or the space jump until so much later in the game. 
I'm still you know, remembering where missile upgrades are, remembering where energy packs are. It's and wow, this game still sounds great. Yeah, I I love I love Super Metroid. I never was a fan. Like as much as I love Metroid Prime, this this was definitely still the best Metroid. And man, can some of those bosses be hard? Ridley, oh, yeah. Ridley, really destroyed me. And I used that trick to beat that. I think it's named Dragoon or that, that fish creature you fight, which I didn't know that trick was was that effective. Like he has this move where he grabs you and pretty much just keeps. He pretty much rapes you, and. <laughs> And you're trying to shake loose and he won't release you. But if you switch to your grapple beam and fire it at this electric wall area, he will you will lose health while attached to it. But you will pretty much if you don't release it, you will kill him like with after losing about two hundred two hundred of your own health. It's it's like ridiculous that that is that easy and that I never did it before. Sorry, I, 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 was, I don't I remember it as vividly as I had you a do, Genesis, Carl. sorry. <laughs> like, I, I remember it being fantastic, but I don't remember specifics like that. Nah, Carl, I, I remember. I still have my SNES cartridge for Super Metroid. I beat that game more times than you have. I, that's one of the things I remember. Ridley is tough, but you just got to remember the best trick is to tag him with your super missiles first off. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I hit him with every super missile, hit him with every missile, and then had to, you know, hit him with the, with the charge shots. He took me all the way down to my last uh, sub tank. I was like, he doesn't hit you that hard, really. It's just that it's it's like a, it's a brawl. Unlike the other bosses who either do ridiculous damage on certain hits and you can take them out, take them out pretty quick if you pop them with super missiles. I'm not really. You just going like you just going lick for lick almost. Yeah, he, he makes you fight for it. Okay. He the whole time, which is great. But yeah, enough of Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do deals of the week, or deal. Deal of the week. Deal of the week. Deal of the week. <laughs> Ba-da-ba. Wait, wait, theme song, maybe? Um, <laughs> so Warner Brothers is doing this promotional thing Whoa. called... Whoa. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm reading the page. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're doing this, this thing called DVD to Blue, and it's uh, like a promotion to get Blu-ray movies at a super low price by upgrading from a DVD to a Blu-ray. The deal is, is uh, you pick out what you want out of the Blu-ray catalog that they have, uh, and of course it, the time, the crazy low price is attached to each one, like four four ninety five for a standard movie, like fourteen ninety five for for some of the Blu ray sets, and you pick out what you want, then you mail in qualifying DVDs as partial payment, and then you pay with like a credit card or whatever for the for, for your balance, and they send you the Blu rays. Do you have to mail in the same DVD or any DVD? Any DVD, what? and it, it doesn't even have to be a, like a, a Warner Brothers DVD. It can just be any actual DVD. Uh, not like a, of course, not like a bootleg or anything. But are they that anxious to get these out the door? Because it's like almost a steal. It well, I, this seems like a really great deal up front, but at, when you look at the titles that are being offered, it's only a. 
pretty good deal. Not a great deal, but a pretty good deal. Like Terminator 3, you can pick that up for 10 bucks at Walmart anyway. You know, V for Vendetta, I got for like 8 bucks at Walmart. Um, the better deals come on like the uh, the TV sets like Smallville. The most recent seasons of Smallville are $14, 20 bucks, something like that. Um, but there's about 100 titles to choose from, and there's a few in here that I own on DVD that I'm thinking about upgrading just one for one because... I want those movies on a you know in a higher definition like The Terminator Three. I don't have that on Blu-ray, but I do have it on DVD. The Last Samurai. Same thing with American History X. I own that on DVD. Here's Jenny. <laughs> and another pause. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if if yeah. if you're yeah, Chuck's on here. Uh, if you. If you order over $35 worth of uh, Blu-rays, shipping is free. So. Oh, snap. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Mm-hmm. The, the, the quality of movies, very, it varies a lot. You know, you have The Fugitive, but then you also have Elf. <laughs> hey, Elf you know? is great. I don't know. He wasn't. <laughs> no. Sorry. Yeah, okay, that's right. The Bucket List, A Christmas Story, Blazing Saddles, Beer Fest, but Beer Fest, Beer Fest was crap. See, I guess there's there's a lot of movies that are good, but to me they're not worth having in high definition. The high definition doesn't really add anything to them. I don't know, man. With the older movies, some of them it does, um, because Full Metal Jacket's one of them where it definitely, which that's not, well, it is on here. That that one's that you'll definitely see a difference in that. <laughs> yeah. From the, from the DVD. So so if there's anyone out there dying to get their hands on a cheap copy of The Mask on Blu-ray, now's your chance. Just send so in your. They, so what are they DVD doing with all the DVDs? Selling them to third world countries or something? They're probably know. they're probably melting the plastic down and making Blu-rays out of them. <laughs> and what's interesting? Hey, yeah, yeah. Well, what's interesting is you only have to mail in the disc, not the actual case. That's weird. So you can keep your shelf looking like you own more discs than you do? Wow. What's with all these Stanley Kubrick movies? My goodness. <laughs> Clockwork Orange. Yeah, so it, it's, worth a, it's worth a look. But any I think that animes? does it, fellas. Enemies? I don't see any anime. Hey, it's got all. It's got the complete series of Sarah Connor Chronicles. There's only two se- seasons, right? Ah. Yeah. Okay. Lol. Lol. The Blu-rays are better. Sorry. I gotta admit, I actually enjoyed that series. Oh yeah, uh, that's, was, that's a great series. And, yeah, and it ended it with a cliffhanger. You're like, oh, the. Damn it. <laughs> Well, so he's got the Firefly chick on. Sure, it's actually an amazing point. performance in that series. I thought. I am Terminator. You come with me. How come she's always in these roles with very limited lines? She must. Maybe not. she has trouble remembering lines. Well, she's just very fit and pretty, but she's to be seen and not heard. Oh. Typecast. She- 
I don't mean it. I don't mean it in a bad way, but I mean. Well, the thing is that she is, as far as physical acting, like character work, she's amazing. (laughs) She's a physical actor. (laughs) That just sounds wrong. She acts. Well, no, I mean the the ability to use emotion and everything else is great because one of the things I thought was really awesome about the Sarah Connor Chronicles was the Terminator that she played had its learning chip turned on. Like on uh, Terminator 2, if you watch the special edition, it talks about there's a little switch on the on their chip, their CPUs that would keep them from really learning. And she, hers was uh, turned on. So uh, there was a lot of... Because there was a couple episodes that was just about her dealing with stuff and her... Yeah, that, you, yeah, that was kind you of You mean funny. turned on, don't you? Yeah, she took the ballet or something. Well, I mean, like the one episode where uh, she was taking uh, ballet lessons to see about trying to find out who stole the diamonds, you know, that they'd had stashed that they took. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, and then, but after all that yeah. was done, very, very quick. she still did the ballet for some strange reason. Yeah, well, we're wildly off topic, so <laughs> let's let's wrap up the podcast. Yeah, it's been a long time. Very, very quick. Uh, hopefully we can chop down some of those, those pauses. Oh, a history of violence. I'm sorry, go ahead. Techpedition.com. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Send us fan mail at fans at techpedition.com. Um, I use a web form. With a nice capture. Very, very quick. I can't I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty.